Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me. Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Smash TV, otro gran éxito de los recreativos que Super Nintendo te pone a toda pantalla. Para uno o dos jugadores, tendrás que acabar con todos antes de pasar a otro nivel. Super, super divertido. Solo podía ser de Super Nintendo. <laughs> super, super. Yep. Super, super Nintendo. That was the only thing I caught in that. Look out. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is Play Retro, where we talk about old retro video games. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Johnson, and life is one big game show, and I'm here to win that game show. And while I do it, I'm going to pick up on all those stacks of money, or I'm going to pick up all those stacks of money. Y'all keep dropping all over the arena. Mm. Uh, You'll get a tip, but hands off my fat stack, son. Yeah, fast stacks, baby. Totally 90s. And I am your other host, Brian Dunaway, and I am no muscle-bound running man from the late 80s looking to win big money, big prizes. I love it. Type of early 90s arcade quarter-pumping gamer trying to shower my brain with dual-stick handfuls of serotonin-laced gratuitous violence of game show humor. No, no, no. I'm just here for that VCR and 1,500-inch screen TV. Mm. I'll buy that for a dollar. Oh. Yeah. That's what he would say. Yeah, yeah. RoboCop. That's the guy. Uh, if that sounded familiar to you, any of that stuff, you, you might want to get yourselves excited because we're going to talk about <laughs> Smash TV. <laughs> Smash TV, one of my favorite arcade games of all time. And turns out, uh, let's just say it now, the very best port of this is the Super Nintendo port of the game. Oh, yeah. It's a spoiler. We're going to talk about why. But yes, Smash TV on the SNES was, real was good. the tops. Yeah. But I was kind of shocked at my runner-up because I remember not liking it back in the day. But after a deeper look, kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, I like it a lot on that. On that, that in fact, I think I might like it more than the arcade port or the, the arcade version of the game, which I know is that's a that's some harsh thing to say. All right, I understand. 
we'll have we'll have that I'm fight smash later. you uh but we're also going to talk luck. about we're going to talk about uh, total carnage as well which by the way the announcer references in smash tv i'm, I'm going to play that for you check this out total carnage. that's from smash Bingo. tv yeah that's yeah, from, yeah that's from that's from the smash tv game anyway those two games are kind of important one of them you may not have heard much about we'll talk about why but it uh it also meant a, a lot of things like hey uh what else would come out of midway soon from some of those same people mm. yeah. mm-hmm. mm. well maybe people that liked blood and gore mm. Mm. we're gonna see something good coming soon yep it's all coming already. up yeah yeah uh, check this out. I went to a lake thing for a, a family reunion. I mentioned this on, on oh. core as well, but I'm going to mention it here. Uh, everybody wants my Ambernick at that. They know can has. Yeah. Even old people like older, old, old people were like, that's so cool. That looks like the little <laughs> one I bought people. for Johnny back in the day or whatever. I'm like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a little game boy looking ass thing. And they all got real excited about it. Everybody wanted to touch it and play with it. Um, wow, this sounds like such a '90s commercial. Like, like you sitting around at the lake, everybody's drinking Mountain Dew, yep. and you know, swinging on those uh, those rope swings and flying out, and do 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 do. And then, and then a Nintendo commercial breaks into the middle of that with you sitting on your little recliner thing, your little outside plastic uh, chair recliner thing, and you're playing the Game Boy. And everybody's like, "What you got there, son? Yeah, what you got you know, there, boy?" Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, is I kind like of that idea. Yeah, it went yeah. down. It pretty much it's went down marketing. like that. And by the way, this is a nice report to be able to, to say that screen is useless when you wear polarized sunglasses. Interesting. But if you take those off, it basically just makes it black. It just it yeah, ruins yeah. it. But if you take them off, take off your sunglasses, and you're in the sun, the screen's pretty good in the sun. It's not bad. <laughs> Yeah, um, but your eyes are not as protected as they would be if you were wearing your your thing. So you got to make right. a you sacrifice. You're squinting, right? You were like, yeah. the, I can't see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was fun. We spent the whole day, huh. one of the days, the entire day on the beach, and uh, I would pull that thing out under the canopy and uh, play a few rounds of Pokemon. Now let me let me say this about Pokemon. I think I've come to the conclusion that the best Pokemon game ever made might have been the uh, Game Boy Advance uh, Ruby and Sapphire games. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I could, I, I can argue with that. Yeah, and I played Ruby, and right. even though I still th- I think it's the best of the Pokemon games, I don't. I still don't think I understand why people love the loop that is Pokemon. And I understand parts of it are cool, like leveling up your 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 Pokemon, and f- mm-hmm. these fights are fun. I like turn based fights. Like all that stuff's cool. I like what you got to do in town. The stories are fun and light. All that. What I don't like is just running around in the weeds and random encounters. I hate it. But hate you got to, you, you got to, you know, you got to go harvest the Pokemans yeah. so you can be the ultimate trainer. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot though. 150 Pokemon at base, then plus whatever extras were there by the time this GBA version came out. Like it's a lot. You, it's a lot of Pokemon. But you got to collect them all. Well, it's, it's, it's one of those games. And one of the things that really works about these games is the slow, you're, you're, you're not leveling up necessarily as much as you're progressing. And it's just like, but it's just little, little blips of progression, right? You don't make a whole bunch of progression. So you got to get out there. You got to grind grind, and you got to do the thing. So I'm with you, but yeah, it's, I've never been huge into Pokemon, Mm. but I, I kind of get it. So yeah, Ruby, 
You said Ruby was was the, you had the yeah. Ruby one. Is that when you I had? have Ruby? There was Ruby and Sapphire were the two right, of right. that era, which you know they always release them in two, and then there's two, which is so much. Like, can I just say that's such bullshit? I know they're just getting all your you money. know I want both. Well, you get this yeah. one, you get this special Pokemon. Yeah, they're uh, trying to that, that is you're, both. you're absolutely right. They're just trying to get your cash. That's what. Yeah, this is. it's in the song. You got to catch them all. Come on. Yeah, it is, and also. Um, uh, so what I do instead is after I played that for a bunch, I'm like, all right, I, I get it, but I don't get it still. So I'm just going to go play Pokemon pinball on the same system and that game rocks. And I do want to catch them all in there. That's my favorite yeah. Pokemon game ever made. Pokemon pinball rules. That is, yeah, I can see that's totally you. All right. Now in the Pokemon pinball, let, let me, did we talk about this one before? I'm trying know. to remember if I played the Pokemon pinball. Oh, you I'm need always to if you curious. Haven't. You got to get when in they have pinball. If they just kind of skin it, it's like here's a pinball game, and here's well, I'm not talking like that. Here's a <laughs> pinball game, and we put and we we skinned it with Pokemon creatures, or did they go all in and understand the idea of Pokemon? Where you know. Is, they they work some of the game mechanics in, or they just skin that bad boy. No, what, what happened? It, it's there? the latter. Uh, okay, it's uh, it's a very respect s- specific to Pokemon experience. It's very good pinball in its own right, but everything you're doing right. in there is like reminiscent of something else you might do, like how you evolve your Pokemon, how you catch them in no, the first I place, like how you do bonus levels, like all this stuff uh, is great. And there's two tables: a ruby and a sapphire table. What? And they're two totally different tables, so there's a lot of variety there. And uh, oh. I could play that all day. I freaking love that game. I'm That's down so for good. this. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, you got to play it, dude. It's good. It's really good. Plays wonderfully on that little device too. So uh, cannot mm. say enough about it. Hey, uh, you spent a lot of time looking like Mr. '90s man. Tell me about what you did this week. Oh, so during 1995 in the year 2000, I was working in the IT field as I continue to do today. But during that time, we were in what was known kind of like you'd call like a protoplasmic state of evolution of bringing the internet from, you know, schools and military and laboratories into people's homes. Mm -hmm. And so there was a short time before corporate greed stepped in and that time was between like 95 and 2000 and things kind of changed really fast. And there is something I discovered this past week called ProtoWeb. What is that, you may ask? Well, it's a project that is trying to bring back kind of a snapshot of that era from the 95 to 2000 era. And you can use a retro browser to look at what they've rebuilt of the internet from that time. They're using archive.org to rebuild a lot of that. Uh, they've They've got some people, they got some hands in there, and they're physically making it so that when you click on a link from some type of restored archive.org version of 1998's Yahoo, when you click on a link, it actually goes somewhere. Mm. Archive.org is amazing. It has great snapshots of websites in a, you know, and you can click on some stuff and it'll sometimes go, most times it's broken, right? It's it's a very broken experience. Uh, But you know, what you going to do? This is what proto web is kind of doing. It's kind of going do you know we're we're going to recreate that situation as faithfully as we can um and so i've been messing with that i've been listening to wan amp there's yeah. a whole bunch of shoutcast channels to listen to i went on the yahoo search engine looked at some stuff there's all there's 
there's uh, the Sega system, like the Sega website from that time uh, is there. Like you can play some Shockwave games like uh, Nights into Dreams and stuff where they've made like these little mini games, stuff you would never be able to access probably anywhere else because it's becoming increasingly more difficult to play anything this Shockwave based. And we got a question about that not long ago. And that was one of the things that kind of stuck with me. It was like, oh, we're covering all these retro games. So there was a period between 95 and 2000 where people were still playing games. But there was this whole new, you know, burgeoning market of shockwave games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so those have been kind of lost for a while now. Mm -hmm. But with with if you use something like PC EM, which is a PC emulator allowing you to run Windows 95, Windows 98, and you're going, but there's already virtual machines, Brian. Using that voice again. Um, there are virtual <laughs> machines. However, these projects, PCEM, are specifically looking to emulate the hardware uh, to so you can play retro games. Yeah. So you can play a whole bunch of DOS games with these kind of setups, and it's awesome. It Proto seems Web cool. allows you to have an even greater immersive experience because you can log into these your PCEM run your proto web which is running through a proxy yeah so what happens is you go through a proxy that is like creating this web experience yeah and there it is yep. boy i could go on for days about proto web and so much so that i actually uh, signed up to be a contributor today and uh, i'm working on um bringing texavery.com to proto web oh that's right i forgot you own that you bastard it is its greatest uh in the height of its popularity was during the late 90s. Mm. It was outperforming all, all our websites that I was doing. And you know where that most of the traffic was coming from? Mm-hmm. France. France. The French people love the text Avery, even though it was in English. A lot of the website didn't depend on a lot of text or writing. It wasn't, it wasn't Chuck, who was my good friend, yeah. who's, you, he started this whole thing. Yeah. He was a huge text Avery fan. And uh, he didn't write a bunch of stuff. He just, he put, Pictures of Tex Avery stuff and clips of Tex Avery stuff, stuff you couldn't get to because it wasn't available. Of course. And so we're bringing that back. You're bringing yeah. it back. Yeah. No, this is Bring great. Bring it back. I love it. Uh, look at you messing around the Texan 2 website here on this proto web business. Yeah. Oh, we got, we got, uh, so yeah, so yeah, you, you play that video. So when you log into something like that, they have a pre build of, of and I'm going to send it to you, Scott, and it's the PCEM and it's got a Netscape uh, communicator. And navigator on there. Wow. So, oh, remember that? There was two different versions of Netscape. Yep. There was the it was like they started out with Navigator, right? Yep. And then you moved into Communicator, and it's also got like uh Internet Explorer 5. You dude, it's just such a nostalgia trip. But I did get questioned not long ago. Somebody said, But why? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, because <laughs> preservation, dude. Yeah, man, preservation. Yeah, it's like uh, I'm pro know. preservation, regardless of what you're preserving. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I watched Strong Bad videos this morning. Listen to Winamp. Yeah, all the know. whole old experience, all the that we whole used to old do. experience. Yeah. Then I popped into Newgrounds and played a couple of Flash uh, or Shockwave games. Did you download and- ICQ and get that all going? Yeah, that kind of stuff's not functional yet. <laughs> Email, ICQ, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, you get got some IRC experiences. Like if you wanted to pop in there and do that. Actually, if you go to like to the Shoutcast in there, yeah. there's a whole bunch of IRCs. So I was like hanging out in IRC cl- uh, rooms, 
kind of like Discord people, if you don't know what it is. Yeah, IRC uh, is old school sh- uh, forums and chat. And yeah, it's like was. Discord where you could talk live and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's cool. And uh, But I was listening to the music. We're all listening to the same music. We're all doing the same things. They have this community event. There's Hexen right now I'm looking at on the old id software. Somebody restored uh, all the links on that. So you can yeah. look at all those wallpapers and descriptions and interviews all from 97, 98. Yeah. Yeah, yeah your look, you're single-handedly changing changing the world. That's what's going on. I'm not single-handedly doing it. I am just p- tossing in my little penance uh, to Proto Web Project because I was there between '95 and '98, making tons of websites, yeah. doing tons of internet things, uh, and all this stuff. Every time they mention something, I'm like, yeah, I, I remember that, and I, I know how to do that. I know how to get there, and I, you know, I can use my memory, and I can. I can uh, get you guys uh, to this place. So finally going to be making use of it. Nice. Uh, oh, speaking of use, uh, no use net either. So oh. that was a big thing during that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, not there. So yeah, if you go to Yahoo, if you don't remember what Yahoo is, because it's not like it. Yahoo's like what? Like a news source now or something? Well, it's still a search engine. You can go search with it. We, what would you find with it, though? It was a curated search engine back in the day, and that's how Google ate their lunch because it was you know, a group of people making decisions about the quality of websites. Yahoo's search engine, in some ways, was so superior to Google. Uh, in at, some at ways. The point. curation was better, but then... The curation yeah. was so much better because you would get... You know, you would get... You, there was no logarithms. There was a human making human ethical decisions right yeah crazy yeah and i'm looking right now at it it's still there you can make it your default search engine it's still an engine but it's not one people think of you know no we're not like ooh, yahoo hurry up and get that on my phone well, no one thinks about that <laughs> <laughs> oh but just quickly i really ate up some time there apologies for ex- just going on about proto web it's just such a huge project when you really get down to it i didn't realize it would take up so much of my life but it did um i ordered this what uh uh, can you see this strawberry shortcake yeah. atari 2600 yeah. parker brothers i dude. believe that's uh, my sisters would play that they love that dude yeah, yeah this is uh was this musical uh matchups yeah i didn't even know this existed but i did <laughs> while while i was doing all my researching somehow or another i ended up on barbie Sargent. uh the, the she was an american greetings uh illustrator that's the, that's the greeting card company um during the 70s and like in 72 or 70 72 she created this character uh and and so then in 77 they actually redid it uh and she had to end up suing american greetings to get it back uh into her hands because they claimed that she was doing it work for hire and after she won that lawsuit yeah there was already dolls and cartoon stuff coming out and instead of being an artist demanding something she literally just said, I just wanted the credit. Here it is back. Do wow. what you do. Wow. And I'm like, holy Moses. You gave up some cash there. Gave up so much. I mean, strawberry shortcake is just, you know, that was some big money. I'm going to send you something. Um, it yeah. just reminded me of it. My daughter gave me these two things for my birthday, and I totally forgot to show them. If you don't know what strawberry shortcake is, by the way. Yeah, just go look it up. The the best part about strawberry shortcake was the smelly dolls. Yeah, they smelled. Right, so, when there was a blueberry girl, she smelled good. Yeah, uh, it was all just smelly uh, uh, dessert based um, things. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, Pac Man. Yeah, look at this. With, so this is yeah, my daughter found the these two things. old uh, two old cartridges somewhere. Atari yeah. twenty six hundred cartridges. 
I always forget that Atari called them game programs. That's uh, right. But anyway, that's that horrible port of Pac-Man with the square pellets. Terrible. Or the terrible. Some people actually pellets. like it though. They they like the largeness of the of the of the blocks, and they like that it, that it scrolls off screen. And we actually have some Pac-Man later on that kind of does some of that. But I hated it. Like, it was it was it wasn't the arcade Pac-Man to me, man. But this is eighty and eighty one, and I'm gonna hang these up somewhere. I don't know where. They're all banged up. I love when they're beat up like this. It's great. Yes. Big fan. Big fan. Can I can I just go ahead and preach one more time while we're doing this? Go preach. Um. I'm so frustrated still. I've talked about this in the past. I'm not a collector. In other words, I'm not using my retro equipment as investments other than investing into the idea that these things are being preserved. Yeah. So I get really frustrated when things uh, when things increase in price because of, of a scarcity for whatever. Usually, I'm fine if it's just scarce because there just wasn't a lot of them. But when people go, they start pulling them off the market and putting them in boxes, you know, little clear acrylic boxes and they put them on shelves and then they you know see how much they'll you know increase in price i hate that crap yeah you don't like that um, you wanted you want everyone to share in the glory that was these retro experiences i understand right but i, I will say this for free i picked up two 13 inch tv vcr combos <laughs> this past week and they're all they're both worth about 150 dollars a piece <laughs> you have more tvs now <laughs> audrey actually went because i had a 19 inch with a vcr tv combo and she was like she was like uh okay and then like i brought these two 13 inches and i put them right below it and she she walked in the in there and she walked back out and says are they multiplying <laughs> yeah they're having babies now that's great are they having babies and i said no yeah i said i'm not a hoarder get off my case yeah you're gonna your doctor's gonna go uh you got some kind of weird um body changes happening you're morphing and we don't know why oh it's because you have 14 crts on faced at you all the time during the day that's Should I why. tell you the saddest part of it? Yeah. I went to another place today, also one of those donation-based places, and I I just happened to go around the side, and they had a bunch of trash bins. They didn't have anything inside. They had a bunch of trash bins outside, and there was a whole huge bin of like Sony Triniton 19-inch uh, CRTs <laughs> in beautiful condition. Fantastic. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, I walked over to the bin. I'm like, what do they do with it? And I looked and I was like, oh, yeah. somebody cut the cable off, like the base of it. So the VGA cable, which ran into the unit itself, Oops. was cut off. And I was like, oh, that'd be a pain. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then I realized they were doing it there. Yeah. They were getting these things in and they were cutting the cables off of them. That's so what makes it disposal. That's because that makes it so <laughs> people don't go dumpster diving at their stuff and take their shiz. That's why, man. So I was standing outside, you know, crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shedding tears of sadness like like uh yeah it would be really offensive like that uh like the like the indian guy from the 70s what that wasn't really a native american who was who was that guy that was, oh, crying? That was guy. he, he was really a native american no he was italian that guy he was italian yeah. yeah yeah gosh dang it my earphones are breaking hold on a second why are these coming off I don't know, but man, I did not mean to distract from our Smash TV co conversation freaking jeez louise i apologize we're going to put them in the hole Okay, get in there. Get in there. Okay. Are we going to hold together, Sony? Sony, are we going to keep our headset together here? Jeez Louise. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you're listening to the podcast, you should have fast-forwarded to uh, what minute is it now? 400 minutes. Oh, I have no 400 idea. minutes. Smash TV uh, and Total Carnage. Smash TV and Total Carnage. That's right, baby. We're going to talk about those right now. 
Shall we play a game? Sure, why not? Let's talk about this one. Let's go! I recognize this. This game was about to suck a bunch of your quarters in for the year it came out, which was 1999. Yes. Right? Right there at Y2K. No, it didn't come out in 1999. It was set in 1999. Oh, it was set in 99. Why am I thinking 99? Because, yeah, there's no way it was 99. Yes, it's set set in the year 1999 when you play as a contestant in an ultraviolet game show of the future. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. You walked out there. Okay, up to this point, you had a couple of examples uh, of games that may or may not be able to be classified as dual stick shooters. And the ones I would think right. of would be like Robotron 2084 or also uh, Eugene Jarvis and the, sp- the spiritual predecessor to Smash TV. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this is. It feels a lot like that, but this one is so much more graphical. It's so much more, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. It's more everything everything the words yeah. you're looking for it is it is more action it is more graphics it is more uh it it it, it really tapped it was the first really dual stick shooter that just really tapped into me so much so that i literally forget that i'm spending money it was so easy to drop 20 dollars oh yeah into smash tv and it's just such an adrenaline fueled uh masterpiece maybe that's maybe that's the word because you're you're like destroying stuff yep. just everything is just being blown up it's just like going you know just, it's it is such a what's the word i'm looking for we're both having word problems with smash tv uh visceral yeah, it was a visceral, visceral experience sure there you go i it would say just, i would say it was like off. uh yeah it just felt like oh my gosh i almost killed all of these i'm putting another quarter in or 50 cents yeah unending hordes yeah. is what was going on and such satisfaction in the fact that you are still living uh, as long as you did. It made you feel like you were kind of invincible, but at the same time, very vulnerable. And there's a reason for that. And I got a chance to kind of analyze a little bit closer this week when I was playing Smash TV. Yeah. I did not. When you play this, it's top down dual sticks. You're like we had talked about Smash yeah. TV is. Um, and. When you're and, and that was better than back when you used to play like uh, uh, what's what's the one the the one with the robot and is you gotta you're walking into the walls and you're fo- constantly facing the characters. Well, uh, Robotron you know, or are you talking Berserk? No, there you go, Berserk. Berserk. Right. Yeah. I want you to play the name game. Uh, so you 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 <laughs> this time you can you're you're mostly pulling back right, so you're walking backwards a lot and shooting forward. You're trying to constantly get away from the hordes that are coming at you. Yeah. And I discovered that the different hordes, if you you walk into some of the hordes, and if you're shooting, if you walk in backwards and you collide with them, even though you're not shooting them, you kill them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize this. Yeah. And it's, so... Not that it mattered much. You're still going to die real quick and put more quarters in this damn machine. The machine right. was, a, it was a bastard. A mach- you know? it was, this machine was a machine at getting your quarters out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah. And the trick was, when you would back up like that, you into the simple characters, which are just like you just bad. Ah, this guy's swinging at you. Then there's like these bat guys who have bats and they're swinging at you. Yeah, and you, you can't walk into them. No, uh, in firing backwards because no. they will kill you. It's just the weenie and, little uh, zombie guys that you can fight that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's uh, what is it like? There's there's uh, mutants or something. There's plain old mutants just walking around zombified hordes. Um, and yeah, you, yeah, you can kill them easily with just about anything. But the pickups were so cool. Yeah, it has this, that, this that game. Has that. I, I'm gonna just say it. This game is 100 yeah. percent 
uh, not a ripoff, but it is a always oh, ripoff, uh, an homage, <laughs> if 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 you can call it that, to the Running Man. That's the whole concept, futuristic oh. sport or not sport, but uh, game show yeah. basically. And you're running around the way Arnold did in that movie, and there's a guy who's in charge who's a lot like uh, Richard, Richard Dawson, Dawson. <laughs> yeah, and he's an a hole, and he's got girls on each arm, and it's all very hyper cyberpunk 80s vision ridiculous over the top stuff this boss fight Good right luck. here is hilarious i love this You'll thing you'll need it so is it is this the first boss fight with uh with mutoid this man this is mutoid or, man yep yeah this mutoid, mutoid man. man yeah i like i like that guy and the boss fights are amazing they kind of reminded me of zelda bosses where the bosses are like you know like four or five times bigger than you mm-hmm. and you have to come up with specific types of attacks to to you know encounter them but or to destroy them but this time this thing you, th- you you're seeing a lot of damage hit the monster or the boss and stuff is flying off from him all the time blood gore everything but man it's like you never are making really real big progress you think you're, you're always on the cusp of thinking i'm just about killed him yeah he's a you're bullet sp- he's a bullet sponge that's what he is he is a bullet sponge absolutely and he just keeps getting more and more haggard and more and more bloodied and you're thinking, oh, my gosh, there's no way this boss is going to live. And then you think, oh, I think I finally figured it out. He's vulnerable from behind because if I shoot it, because he only shoots like uh, in, in front of him. There's like a 45 degree angle right behind him that he can't shoot towards. Right. And you think I'll just walk behind him. But then he rolls you over with his uh, with his wheels. Yeah, and it's it's also important to remember that um, uh, pickups and power ups are really important in these fights. Uh, oh, your God, your regular so old bullet thing, for example, is just bouncing off this guy's metal shit. But as soon as you get it's like the shit. grenade launcher, you just pepper spray that guy with grenades, and he's you know you'll take him down, or you'll eventually you will take him down. Um, yeah, but the, it's just such. It, this, but that's what's so fun about it is if it, it, they. they they did such a great job of making you think you're making progress, but you're not really. Yeah. And so you think, oh, if I just stick another quarter in, I can win. Yeah. So Eugene Jarvis, uh, uh, Mark Termel, Tur- Tur- uh, yep. th- these guys were leading this thing, and 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 man, they yeah. were killing it. Did you kill did, it? Did you know that John Tobias may have been involved? Well, he was more involved in the next one, but still. Yeah, he was totally. He was definitely involved in Total Carnage. I think he may have had a, a hand in in the other as well. John Tobias, if you don't know, co-creator, right? His co-creator is co-creator is, is, is correct. Of Mortal Kombat is right. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's John um, Tobias and uh, the other guy. I can't forget. Yeah, his name. he's he's the artist in uh, in Total Carnage, and I think he, I, I'm not 100 sure on this, but I think he might have did some work also. No, nah, I wouldn't think so though. These these games were so far apart. I don't know. They, I don't, I don't know I either. I, I don't know if he my, was involved. I think I'm mixing my information. Yeah, but John Tobias, big deal in co- in uh, comics, in uh, video games, and yeah. uh, without him, you have no Mortal Kombat probably. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this thing had a unique. I say unique. It would. It had a great ripped off Running Man vibe going about it. And oh, um, I mean, there was there was not even a question uh, if Eugene totally ripped off. Every 100% bit of uh, Total Recall because I mean, it's just it's, it's obvious. I've been running man, running it's man. Just, I just say total, I say, I say running man. Yeah, we well, yeah, done Total Recall. That's that's the yeah, error. Yeah, it's yeah. hard not to mix those two up. Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's great. It's so much freaking fun, you guys. And now it would be a good time for me to just tell you that I believe the Super Nintendo version of the game is the superior version of the game. And I mean, 
straight across the board, including arcade. I think it's more fun. I think it's tighter. It feels better. It's refined. It feels great on that controller. Uh, they made right, it work. The, the shoulder buttons for strafing, all that stuff. It's just a superior product on the Super yeah. Nintendo. So we talked about the dual stick shooter aspect. Very important uh, having you know one controller to control the movement of the character and one to aim in the direction you want to fire into. And that was kind of hard to emulate, especially on 8-bit systems like the NES yep. and the Sega Master System and the Game Gear. Those all have a D-pad, uh, but then they've only got two buttons. On right. the other side, right? Right. And so the SNES had a really good setup. It was a D-pad and four face buttons, and you could use the four face buttons like a D-pad. Yep. And so it allowed you to move around pretty well. And like Scott said, you could you could do the strafing with the with the shoulder buttons. Now I'm going to argue for just a second that it's not that important once you've played the Sega Genesis version for a minute. Now the SNES version definitely had better sound. The yep. Genesis version. A little crustier, but we know that about the Genesis in the, in in this era. Yeah. But I will argue just a little bit that the three button control system that they worked out pretty smart and pretty good and works fairly well with this game. Um. So if you ever seen the Sega Saturn, it's got D pad Saturn Genesis. If you ever seen the Sega Genesis, it's got D pad, and then it's got three buttons A B C. Now they did have the six button later on, but that's not configured for this game. We just got the three buttons. Um. So one, I think the A button um, allows you to, it's this the fire button. So you got your D-pad for, for moving around, A button, fire. And then the B button, by default, is set for what's called reverse. Yeah. So you literally just whatever uh, way you're moving, you hit the reverse button, it's used in the opposite direction. Right. So, and then you got C, which is lock. Yeah. Lock is how a lot of the 8-bit systems did. You just walked in. And uh, you you walked around. And you was always faced in like one direction, so you just kind of had to keep your back towards the wall, which wasn't always a good idea with Smash TV. Uh, but I noticed when I did the reverse, it worked great because when I play Smash TV, I'm always walking backwards. I never go towards anything. I'm always walking opposite of the way I'm shooting. So the net sum is no difference for me because that's how I play with the dual stick anyway. Yeah, yeah. So fair point. I, right. I mean, I, I think it can work, and I'm not saying it's the worst port of the game by any stretch. The right. any NES version is really the garbage. That's a bad game. Oh, the eight um, bit stuff. Yeah, I don't like, like you it. said, that was those were no good. They Visually, couldn't handle all these damn audio. sprites. It was just like glitchy sprites every two inches, yeah. and it's a mess. And 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 one cool thing about it, I guess, sort of, was you could play it with two controllers. So if you were like, oh, yeah, I really yeah. need this That's feeling right. of having two controllers in my hand. Uh, so I can do one stick here, one stick over there. You could do that with the NES version. Take two controllers and play it that way. Still sucked. Still bad. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever tried to hold uh, an NES D-pad in a single hand and try to you know, thumb that thing around? Eh, it's not the greatest no. experience. And it takes away your ability to do what is really great about Smash TV is where you can bring along a buddy. It's a two-player game. You play together. You just destroy everything on screen. It's really a really good experience. Uh, Smash TV is a screen-to-screen game. You go into a room, and it's just you and a bunch of stuff coming in through doors as you blow it up. And having a friend with you, that's fantastic. Oh, co-op is so good. Yeah. yeah. But when you have the two, with the NES only had two game ports, unless yep. you had like a multi-tap adapter or whatever their version of it was. Yep. Um, but then you had to have four controllers. You might as well just 
for the whole system. Like, just, for, just forget it. You, you can't do it. It's just get out of here. It's, it's a bad port. I don't even port. know if you can even do it. No, it's a bad port. I, I wish it's, it was it's better. Not it's, not, it's not great. It didn't play to the strengths of the system, and um, this game needed more sprites. Yeah, and, and that's where the yeah. Genesis comes in. Yeah. The Genesis is really fast. It's really fast sprite drawing. Uh, that's that's what that was this deal. And so, like I said, I'm going to agree with you. I think it's universally understood that the SNES version is the best. I'm saying that the the Genesis version ain't bad. It's right behind it. It's right there. And some things are even actually, I think, kind of work a little bit better. But overall, definitely goes to the SNES. I'm going to complain okay. about the fact that Smash TV has never gotten a modern treatment. And I'm not right. saying I want a first-person shooter or something. It's not what I mean. I want it to be like this, top-down, but mm-hmm. do this in like some awesome, you know, Unreal or Unity or some kind of cool engine. Uh, three-quarter, 3D, you know, whatever. And then give right. me a true dual-stick experience like we have with all our new controllers. Yes. And then give me that game Ooh. like tomorrow. I want, right. that, I want that game. What was that sound? That was weird. You that think? was actually me trying to pull up the Xeno Crisis Steam webpage and oh. I started playing the audio. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty is pretty 2019 Xeno Crisis, no relation uh, to this game other than it really wants to be Smash TV. Yeah, but don't um, you, you know what I'm saying though? Like, I want it to yeah. be the name, I want Smash F and TV, yes. I want it to be a roguelike so it has like I progression wanna- mechanics and weapon upgrades and a central hub for the thing, or maybe a little thicker story. You can go nuts with no. it. No, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, just go nuts with it, man. Why? Why didn't they just? Why did they just backtrack and make a deal with you know uh, whoever made the Running Man? Yeah, because I would have, I would have definitely, if you had have brought me the Running Man Smash TV, you know, labeled whatever, I would buy it. I would love that. That would have been great. Do you play the mat since you have a Master System now? Do you play that version at all? I played I I um emulated it so I didn't have the I didn't have the the card or anything but I did emulate it how I played most of this this week uh was on my PlayStation 2 Midway Arcade Treasures which has uh let's see it's got a, a like 20 classic arcade games including Robotron 2084 and Smash TV and it has uh, a bunch of interviews with Mark and Eugene talking about this game, and it was a lot of fun. And the, since it was on my PlayStation 2, dual stick shooting is perfect because you got your two little analog sticks right there. Yep. It was a really great experience. It's fast, really uh, arcade perfect, yep. uh, sounded great. It was a great experience. PlayStation 2 version of Midway Arcade Treasures. I thought we have to grab that. Yeah. Like that I said, you got a PS2. Right. Dude, yeah. yeah, this is the way to go. I think I got this on eBay. I forget. I think it was when I was doing, uh, might have been Robotron or was it Gauntlet? I can't remember. Oh. Joust 2. This thing, this has got all the good ones. Here, here's a hit list of everything that we've been, we've already played. And I've played this a couple of times in the past. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We got some Gauntlet. We got Joust 1 and 2. Paperboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Robotron, which we talked about. Um, it's got Sinistar. We haven't talked about that yet, but I want to. No. Super Sprint. Sinistar. We, we got to do a Sinistar episode, dude. We got to. Marble Madness. Didn't we do that one? Yes. Uh, if we didn't, we definitely did 720. So, I mean... We did Marble thing, Madness for sure. We've done that. Yeah, this thing is 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 a, is a freaking beast of greatness. You should definitely get this particular one. Okay, I'm in. I'm all in on yeah. that. Now, 
here's the thing. The game was a huge hit. People loved it. It was a smash, you might say. Sold really well, did really well. Uh, and some years later, people were sitting around going, yeah, what if we did a spiritual successor of sorts? And that's, I think it's a great idea. It's that, a fine idea, sir. That's, that sounded like this. Yeah. He said that the first time. Yeah, well, he does. He says it in the first game, and he says it again in this. Listen to some of this audio. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. It's a lot of explosions. Hold on. on we are making it baby milk. <laughs> what? What'd he say? I don't know. Captain Carnage! All right, so Captain Carnage comes out, and uh, he's your kind of namesake for this movie, or for this movie, for this game. Yeah, Captain Carnage. You play as Captain Carnage or uh, is in Major Mayhem. Major Mayhem, yep. Yeah, yeah. Dumb name. Stupid name. I think it's fantastic. Uh, It is a... this This is basically like Commandos. Yeah, in that you're traveling places. This is no longer like in a closed set the way Smash TV was. No, you're not screen um, to screen this time. You're 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 going where you want. Yep, it's bloodier. It's weirder. Uh, I don't think it's as good. It's not quite as I don't know. It's not as tight of an experience as, as a gameplay experience. But from a visual standpoint and a kind of like, hey, Eugene Jarvis, how much weed are you on right now? Kind of standpoint. <laughs> It's a great showcase for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's some weird... Look at the tongues coming out of this freaking dragon head. It's this amazing. This is... Man, if you love Mortal Kombat, you got to come see John Tobias' uh, influence on on this badass thing because it's still top-down. Like Scott said, you're traveling north for the most part, doing pickups, uh, but you're no longer trapped room to room. You're just doing your commando thing. And, oh my gosh, if the last one was ramped up, this is ramped up even more. The thing I didn't care for, though, is I'm with you. This is not a is a polished experience because the first one, they leaned to the theme. The theme was Running Man, and you know that dystopian future of playing, uh, you know, uh, uh, playing uh, for prizes. You were on a game show and you're playing for prizes. Everything revolved around getting cash and prizes and trying to survive. Here. You're attacking some dictator. You know, it was, it was post. Uh, which war was it? Which war was we doing? What, what did we do? Gulf, Gulf uh, War scenario. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was Gulf War was the idea. Yeah, yeah. So we did the, did the Gulf War. So we're going after this dictator who is, I don't know what he's supposed to be. He's very generic. Um, His name is Richard Tater, but they called him Dick Richard Tater, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and for some reason you're facing off against his bosses on the ground and the cities it doesn't make nearly as much sense Look, this guy looks like modok the more you destroy him by the I way i know the more he's you just basically modok the whole time it's yeah so dumb. and uh but, <laughs> but yeah but they the the sound even the sound effects are not tied in there's like these all these cartoon slapstick boing ding, you know all these little you know all this slapstick kind of stuff that's just just takes away from it yeah. It's just not the quarter pusher that I that I had. And look, I mean, at this and you're watching if you're watching now, if you could see it, the everything on screen is just exploding. It's mm-hmm. just it's any types of any reason to just run blood everywhere and parts and gibbs just it's just all It's also cheap. I don't know if you just watched that, but a bus comes by after the boss defeat. Yeah. And runs you over if you happen to be in the way. And if that's on yeah. your last life, you gotta put another quarter in this damn game for that cheap trick. 
But well, electric cheap trick. Uh, but I do love is they they did the same thing they did in the first one. And the first one in Smash TV, actually the second one if you want to call it, if you want to count Robotron. Um, when you got killed, sometimes you would go flying towards the screen. Your body parts and your eyeballs would go flying up. God, just always someone was so badass about having uh, body parts fly towards you like that. No, the um, art's awesome. And, it kind of it makes me wish Tobias used this art style in Mortal Kombat instead of the. The photo yeah. cap stuff. I, I don't yeah. like it as much. I like this stuff. If you've never seen Total Carnage, and you're forgiven if you haven't, this thing did not do nearly as well as Smash TV. It kind of flew under the radar in 1992. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth testing out and going, oh, oh, I see what we're trying to do here, but I, I don't know it really going anywhere on this one. I don't know if you'd want to, like, defeat it or nothing like that. Yeah, Maybe it's no, let's just say it's no... It's no Smash TV. That's all. Yeah, all I don't even Smash think it's TV players. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think it's a command, a good commando. Like I think it's no, it's it's a passable commando, but commandos, commandos, I guess. Yeah, is a better game, um, right? And a more cohesive game, and also a less chaotic game. That's one of the problems of this one. I found when I was replaying it, I counted all my deaths because I was like, I want to see what this would have cost me in '92. Yeah, and it turns out it would have cost me a lot because you die constantly and not fairly you die cheaply all the time because it's bullet hell it's cheap tricks it's this tank was moving slow and then suddenly it's moving fast uh it's i can't see anything because these flames are everywhere and uh how am i ever gonna survive you know how am i gonna ever live it's really ridiculous yeah yeah what they throw at you but i kind of like it still i don't know it's hard to no i'm with you now if if you have this would have been a horrible experience in the arcade, like you said, of all the cheap tricks they use, because that hurts. You know, it's like, hey, wait a minute. It's going to cost me another freaking quarter to do this. Well, when you're at home, it's kind of funny, you know, right? Yeah. What's the cost of having to, you know, die? Just hit the button again and continue. That's cool. But this really didn't get ported to many places, uh, unlike Smash TV. No, I don't even and, know. Uh, did this get end up with major console releases? I don't think it I did. Think it, yeah, it did. And actually, I think it even got... There was a really weird one. I think I think it made it to the Jaguar or something stupid. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's all really weird. I'm like, okay, that's, that's where they ended up? All right. Um, but this one's way more fun as a multiplayer. Now, yeah. Smash TV... I, it, at the arcade, I didn't care for people to join in. I sent you a picture of why I don't like that in the Discord. Oh, let me pull that up. Ago. Oh, and while I'm doing that, real quick, here are your, excuse me, your ports. The Super Nintendo uh, arcade, obviously. The next year, Super right. Nintendo. Uh, same year, or just shortly after, Game Boy got a version. Amiga, Amiga CD32, MS DOS, and then Jaguar. Like you were, you were correct about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, late in sorry, life, let's like see this image. Way late for the Jaguar. Where did you? Uh, is this from earlier? Uh, before our hat discussion? <laughs> let's see. Yeah, yeah. It was way before. Anyway, this is one of those generation of arcade games that were very narrow. Yeah. Um, and so the it. That picture encapsulated. You're standing really close. Your oh, there it is. It's yeah. dual sticks. So it's, it's still dual stick. So you got four sticks on a little board. And man, you are touching the guy who's next to you. You are really buddy, buddy yeah. with the guy next to you. Look at a sweater guy touching shirt, blue shirt, man. Look at that. Yeah, there is there is no room. There is no room for this. Uh-uh. And uh, at home, it's great because you got your own controller still on your side of the couch. It's on my side of the couch. I don't want to sweat next to this guy. I, yeah. I'm fine with touching people, but you're definitely sweating when you're playing these games. Oh, hell yeah. I don't you want are. to touch no sweaty guy. I don't want my hands touching somebody else's sweaty hand. No, I'm with you. Uh-huh. This is a problem for me as well. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's fine. It's a fine game, you guys. I don't want to be it's acting like we're poo poo in it because it's not it's not poo. We have talked about worse games, but it's not the classic that Smash TV is. No, Smash TV is like all time, right? Like it's it's the greatest of all time. Yeah. What are you talking about? I couldn't wait to to do this on episode eighty. I was like, Smash TV, we got to do it. Why did I? Oh, I know why. Smash TV hit my uh smashed my button. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're wanting to play this, you can play this on Antstream. Oh, uh, which just came to the Xbox. Yeah, that's and the, it's one of the most popular. It was because I was looking. I was like, oh, what's popular in Antstream on the Xbox? And Smash TV was one of the most. Oh yeah, it's got to be right. So, it's so good. Uh, real quick here, pass. the um, there was a release planned for Genesis and Sega CD. Uh, but these were but why bother? It says they were in development by Black Pearl Software. They were supposed to be published by Malibu Games. Neither port was officially released to the public for unknown reasons, despite being advertised and previewed in multiple game magazines that year. I can tell you the reason. No one cared about going. Uh, I mean, it's after the Gulf War. We're gonna we're gonna go against the evil General Akabab and Akabab and Akabab. Yeah, and yeah. it's just it just wasn't a good idea. <laughs> It just wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't a great idea. Real quick here. The prototype cartridge for the Genesis is currently owned by this Jason Wilson guy who owns a ton of memorabilia. So Love it. Love that, it. That's out there. Um, and this game was not nearly as quotable with stuff like, because I was like, I was so confused. So I'll buy that for a dollar is a reference to something they say in RoboCop. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Here, they do it. They have the 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 general. He comes on and says, I'd buy you for a dollar. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but they also do that same line in <laughs> I don't get um, Smash TV, right? They use that same yeah, line. Yeah, but it's, yeah. But it's and, literally well, let's the line. Let's get on with it. Carnage! Bingo! Yeah! No, it's there. I can't. I didn't yeah. I didn't copy it out, but there's a, I'd buy that for a dollar while he's hugging on those yeah, two yeah, that's ladies. Yeah, that's the real quote. Yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. I'd yeah. buy you for a dollar. How come they quote. did that, though? To uh, How'd they get away with that? Why didn't the Robocop people come down on them for that? That seems weird to me. I know, and they were making their own game. What yeah. do they care, I guess? I guess back then nobody cared. I mean, it's just all fed back into the machine. It's all in just good fun. I think it'd be really hard to sue Eugene Jarvis. He's just such a <laughs> laid-back, fun kind of guy. Yeah. We're suing you. Okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the reviews for this aren't great. Um, the Jaguar game did the best, it looks like. Was, Eight out of ten. Was that? I, it came really late. I was like, was that a fan based game or something it no. didn't look like it come through official channels no so it was on that was yeah. an actual published on the jaguar official deal right but everything published there was weird you know? yeah well they were doing some stuff with with williams anyway right that was a lot of things that made it to the jaguar so they probably just threw that in there yeah. and uh the, to top the deal off we're gonna have with you guys we'll <laughs> throw in uh, total carnage yeah you want that total carnage it's not really great it's kind of shit right but hey you want it and Atari you said, yeah, we will take it. We'll do it. We'll buy that for a dollar, they yep. said. We're building a toilet add-on for our CD, so we're ready for anything. <laughs> uh, okay, so there you go. Uh, those two games are are cool. Smash TV in particular, very cool and worth playing today. Yeah. I think I got really bunged up playing that SNES version, and I still kind of want to play it right now. It was it was the way to go. Yeah, It was definitely, real like, good. like you said. Mm-hmm. Real and there's good. a great, by the way, if you are looking for a really good interview with Eugene Jarvis, yeah. he wasn't the only person who did this game, by the way, Smash TV, but he, he is the most vocal about it. Um, there's the Anstream, they did an interview with him not that long 
ago about the secret history of Smash TV. And I don't want to give away too much. It's still a pretty fairly recent article. So sure. it's just really good, good stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Do you have a link we'll to that someplace? It, we should we should give people a link to that. We know what it is. Yeah, andstream.com. And okay. you just look through their blog section. It's the secret history of Smash TV with Eugene Jarvis. I just put up our album art or our thumbnail art for today. And I'm showing this to people because I wanted to show the difference <laughs> between the two cabinets. So the Smash TV cabinet, Total Carnage cabinet are actually quite different. There's a lot more room yeah. for you to play on the Total Carnage uh, tool God. player thing. However... I want to say, because someone in the chat alluded to this, and it's true in my mind, I swear 90% of the times I would see Total Carnage Carnage in an arcade or something, mm-hmm. it was in a Smash TV cabinet. Like right, they just yeah, they were, that. yeah, they, these were, I think this this system that is running this one, I think got to start with NARC. And I think it's still running the same oh, system. Oh, I love for, NARC so much. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's what I remember in my in my deep dive. Um, Narc, my favorite Narc, made me, Narc made me feel like I was rebellious and like cool when I right. played that game. Like my, <laughs> like my parents couldn't, you know, they weren't there watching me play Narc, man. Right. Narc was cool, had drugs in it. it and, so uh, cool. I almost said, maybe we should include Narc if it wasn't just so different. Yeah, Narc is very different. These other two games. Narc is way different. Narc, Narc may deserve its own. Narc, Narc. We, <laughs> <laughs> we ought Narc. to do, we ought to do like a top three arcade crime controversial crime ridden game games that were crime based you know right and then so it'd be like narc um i can't i know there's more all points bulletin oh shit that's a good one yeah what's another one there's Uh, another one give us the third one uh, out there at uh, play retro show at gmail.com yeah crime it was you know warning before you could play uh people in congress didn't like everyone you know whatever we we, we want to talk about those i like that kind of stuff we should totally talk about that uh one more couple more things about smash yeah. tv some of my favorite trivia is uh talking about uh it, it you know uh, uh so to- total carnage was not doing well it didn't sell a lot of cabinets yeah. and man um termel couldn't wait to get out of there and do his nba jam he was yeah. just, he was like, yeah, man, he, he, I think he, I think that's one of the things that hurt it too. I think they just like, uh, just put some sounds in there. What we got, uh, the greatest, greatest Bugs Bunny sound effects. Throw that in there. Yeah. Let's just get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. Pleasure Dome. Do you remember that? Did yeah. you ever make it yeah. to the Pleasure Dome? Yeah. yeah. Not in the first couple of revisions of this game for Smash TV <laughs> no. or Total Carnage. There's a Pleasure Dome there, I believe as well. Really? You pick up keys. Yeah. You pick up keys along the way yeah. and, uh, you were supposed to go to the Pleasure Dome. Original releases, no pleasure dome. Oh, uh, that's a shame. They, they, it wasn't until later on when when management found out and said, "What? You te- you're you're teasing these people because they're talking about it all through the game, talking about the pleasure dome and stuff." They eventually they did that. They added the pleasure dome. So. Oh, I found some confirmation about John Tobias. Check this out. Mark Termel, he's the mm-hmm. he's your other uh, principal there. Um, recounted this quote when I when Hasbro pulled the plug on an interactive movie project I was working on I went to Williams to design coin-op games I moved to Chicago hired John Tobias and together we did our first co-op Smash TV there you go so Um, there he was in Smash TV yeah it says the announcer in the game is voiced by sound designer Paul Heesh Heesh I'm not sure how you say it Uh, the script was created for the game by the game's composer and sound designer John Hay Mm -hmm. and uh 
Yeah, the pleasure dome. They go into the pleasure dome thing as well. But yeah. Anyway, this thing was uh, every every platform got this thing. Atari yeah. ST, the Amiga, Commodore 64, Z- ZX Spectrum, NES, as we mentioned, Game Gear, Master System, all those, Genesis, NES, all of it. It's crazy. And that Jesus. has like scores in the 90s, that yeah. game. Yeah. So good, dude. Oh my God. So good. So good. I really want to, I really want a new one. I'm sorry. I just want, an, I want a I modern take. I want a modern take. That's what I want. There was that, I was looking for ones that are like this, right? There's so tons, like, uh, what tons is of dual stick shooters. Like, you could look at all of them. You could look at Geometry Wars. You could look at, right. I don't know, uh, the Tesla the Tesla game. All these games take something from Smash TV. They just do. Right, right. So, did you ever play Nex Machina? I did. That's a great game. It's I made, think that's a great it's game. It's made by and those guys. It's more uh, updated graphics. Right. It's yep. those Sony guys. Um, they did the one with the planets. Yeah. It was a PS3 yeah. game. And it was to compete with the Geometry Wars, and you'd fly around that planet and blow up asteroids, basically. Yeah. What was that called? Ugh. And then they did the the, the other one, <laughs> the PS4 game that launched with the game Rez. Oh, basically, that uh, game that game was like a Defender take. Right. Forgot the name. We talked about it on that show. Anyway, yeah. I forgot their name. I love those guys. I love those guys. Make them make it. Make them make them. I love how you say it. Make them put them in a pleasure dome and make them make <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Shut those doors, have, you know, close all the pleasure. Us, get in there. Yeah. Close all the pleasure windows. <laughs> keep them in there. Yeah. Let's keep them in there till it's done. Um, all right. Let's get to uh, what's next here today. We're going to do a little game. It's called Guess My Game. Yeah. It's audio from a game. And, and here it is. Destroy it. <laughs> it's an old game. We take an old one and we try to just sort of stump each other. We got three questions each. Uh, we can also give away certain hints if the person who has the game is pleased to do so, but he doesn't have to. We're going to start this week with me. Arcade game, 1995. All right. Arcade game, 1995. That's kind of late, right? That's it's, a little, uh, it's a little late. a little later than so it, later than I was playing arcades. By that point in time, I was moved on for the most part. I, I was playing them, but not like I used to, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would play them if I was in the, wasn't even in the mall at that point in time. I don't know if I if I came across the, if I was at the beach. <laughs> there yeah. we go. If I was at the beach where the big arcades were, yeah. I would go into the arcade. But at that point in time, I wasn't going like all the time. I always worried about beach arcades and humid humid t- beach towns. Oh man, yeah, that's okay because most of the only thing that got any play was those freaking uh, coins <laughs> coin sliders. I hate those. So that's where bad. I was playing. Oh, I yeah. hate them. They got a giant pile out front. I just want to shake that shit. Yep. And then get in trouble. I need a shirt that says that. I need a shirt that says shake that shit. Then I need to go to, to uh, you know, to a Myrtle Beach, yep. to the arcade, yep. and just walk up to one of those machines <laughs> and just, you know, just look like I'm struggling. <laughs> they're such a scam. I hate them. Uh, anyway, here's mine. Let's see if you can figure it out. Again, arcade, 1995. Arcade. Here you go. 1995. There's been a kidnapping. It's Rachel, the daughter of the president of Sergio. Get into the castle and rescue Rachel. Sometime, wow. somewhere, someone is plotting a government overthrow. A small republic is in danger. It's time for the one-man army. Richard Miller. <laughs> Good Lord, what is this? All right. She must be dead by now. This, this stuff's great. There's more. Don't come! Rachel McPherson. 
since you had traveled so far. At least in the U.S. I oh, mean, yeah. it's English speaking, but hell, hell yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, this is Japanese development that may help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely was getting that vibe, right? Yep. Here's some more dialogue. Wild dog. Wild dog is the guy's name. Is this like a top-down shooter? Uh, that is your first official question, and the answer to that is no. Interesting. Here's some more from gameplay. Is it a light gun game? Um, I'm going to say yes. It is a light gun game. Okay. You're on the you're on a good path there if you're uh, talking about light gun games. Yeah. 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 Um, Ninety-five. Yep. Nineteen ninety-five. Rachel, the daughter of the president. Get into I don't the know this story, but God, I feel like I should. <laughs> I've never heard any of this, but it sounds so familiar. They get. It must have got a guy that was like doing all kinds of voice work for movies and everything else because that guy's voice sounds real familiar don't look at the chat because we got someone who got okay, it. Gonna, someone right. someone nailed it in um, fact i'm going to say the first person who got this is going to get a free game code today oh very good okay, yeah so we I should start to, doing that every week give it whoever right, gets right. it first in the questions? chat now you've already That's done one idea. you've done one question is all so you have okay two. one uh just not oh so uh light gun game um um uh does it start with the letter uh d <laughs> <laughs> Does it start with the letter D? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The game. Um, no. Wow, dude, wow! Are you just really taking I, a long well, time. I'm trying title, to make title sure. Title. I'm trying to make sure there's not like a variation on it with a D. I don't think. Oh so. no, I wouldn't know. Is I'm the gonna, English title of the game <laughs> start with a D? No, it does not. Yeah, yeah. All right, right, right. Okay, okay. okay. So that's second question. Um, you got a third. Right. Um. Oh Jesus! Let me play that. Let me play that uh, gameplay for you again. Okay. Not the right. talking, but this. Action! I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. All right. Does it involve action? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep, it does. Yeah. It's very right. action-oriented, turns out. I'm going to go with... This is absolutely the 1995 hit smash game in arcades by a Japanese developer, Harmasar. Yeah, um, Harmasar. Yeah, yeah Harmasar. Um <laughs> And the game that didn't start with a D, it was <laughs> car, uh, Carnal Knowledge. Let's see if it's Carnal. <laughs> is it Carnal Knowledge? <laughs> Incorrect. It is not Carnal Knowledge. It is Time Crisis. Oh, Time Crisis. Time okay. Crisis. Oh, I've seen Time Crisis. I don't think I've ever played Time Crisis. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And here's I what I want. Here's what I want to do. I want to give a code away to, uh, to Ron Wood Skits 319. Oh, this on the Sega. Right. Does it make it Sega Saturn? Or something? Oh, I don't know. Might have. Yeah, it did. I think it made on. It made yeah, on. Yeah, that is what I'm thinking. Of. Oh, yeah, I do know this one. Oh, I was never Namco, played in the arcade. Baby. Yeah, it was Namco. It was their big. Oh, they Namco. competed with Virtu- uh, Virtua Cop. <laughs> right. Oh, Virtua Cop. We gotta do. We gotta do this as a whole freaking series of these dang things. I agree. That's why I've, I've definitely played one of these. Uh, here's what I want you to do, Ron Wood Skits 319. If you're not, if you oh, have skits. me, if you have me in Discord What's already, that? friended up, send me a DM. If you don't, uh, I'm Frog Pants in there, and it's no big deal to send me one. I'm happy to to take it, uh, and skits. I will send you a code for a free video game of of some sort. I don't know what it will be yet, but uh, something. Is a beast, by the way, at guessing these things. Got got an amazing ear. Yeah, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you got this at all, to be honest. Because it sound I would have guessed Virtua Cop or Area 51 or something. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going with. I was trying to think of what it... I don't know. 
Well, let's let's see if you can stump me in a similar way, Brian. What's your game? Oh, uh, mine's going to be probably easier, but we'll see. Maybe mm. uh, the the game is uh, it. it well, where's where's the notes at? Oh, it is a PC. <laughs> so mine's like you're you you've you've come in from the beach arcade yeah. and you've let two years pass and now you're on your on your PC uh, playing your proto web uh with uh 1997 okay 97 pc here we go open for business open for business um 97 is this a first person perspective correct uh okay is this is this blood yes blood is it yeah oh no way (laughs) yeah good one nobody in the chat got it i gave you a really hard one last week i said i'll make it a little easier this week yeah no i remember i played blood that's why this is familiar i loved blood back in the day yeah 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 this was that see this is like what i'm talking about with the games that are a little bit like contraband we're not supposed to be playing yeah you know your parents would be like i don't want you playing a game called blood and you're like i'm going to billy's house to pay blood but i'm gonna tell my parents we're playing soccer or something like that yeah blood soccer blood soccer I can't believe I got it in one guess. I'm so excited. I think I've only played this. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever got the whole thing. I think I've only played the shareware version of this. By the way, I found a CD today that had like 30 titles of shareware on it. And I was like, I was at the place and I was like, it's 50 cents. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? Get back. Get out of my hand. I can't take you home. Was it? You uh, and your shareware. Wasn't there a second one? Blood 2, I think. Uh, I believe there was. I believe it was a whole series of Blood. And it's one of the ones I kind of want to do. The Chosen, I think. Let's see if I'm- uh, was that just an expansion pack then? I didn't know a lot. I played just, like I said, only played uh, just a little bit. Oh, Cryptic Passage was published. Uh, oh, here it is. Blood 2, The home. Chosen. First-person okay. shooter game. Mm-hmm. Developed by Monolith. Distributed by GT. Uh, it was unlike the first installment. Blood set in uh, 1928. This uh, took place in the year 2028. Yeah. In the future. In the future. Uh, science fiction-y stuff. Cyberpunk elements. Dystopian fiction. Uh, significant amount of graphic violence and black humor. Oh, yeah, black humor, black humor. Yeah, I don't think it's they not, mean yeah. like you know black humor. Yeah, like, no, black humor. Like, uh, yeah, like, like, uh, uh, like, is this is this uh, this film noir? No, yeah. okay, it's like that. <laughs> I'm thinking like, um, who's the guy that died? I used to love Inky. him. Who was the dude? He had his own show, his own sitcom for a while. He was in. Oh, so many movies. What was his name? I loved that guy, and he died way too early. <laughs> We're going to start doing these shows early in the day. Me and you were both like, by this this time of the day, it's kind of late in the afternoon for me and Scott, so it's kind of like, duh. Uh, I don't remember shit. I got no more brains left. I was um, so much sharper this morning. I had everything. Oh, my God. I was so sure. This morning, I felt so good. I was like, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to hit this point. This point is going to be so good, and we're going to know everything. It's going to be awesome. I'm gonna- uh, chat room with their eyes or eyes sorry rise of the triad guess pretty close it's huh, a lot yeah. like that in my estimation uh okay although it was 3d i think blood was like full-on quake style 3d i think right right it used the uh what was it the kex engine yes yeah. it was the first yeah. it was the early uh monolith thing which they would yep. monolith would eventually develop the Crytek engine right uh, does ken silverman's uh pfft, 
uh, build engine, right? Thing. It was uh, like Duke Nukem, Shadow Warrior. Remember those? Yeah. Remember Shadow Warrior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have Shadow Warrior. Dang it. Shadow Warrior. Oh, here it is. Okay, Warner Brothers owns them now. Monolith. Here we go. They. Oh, Jace Hall was there. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot I don't know about things. Um, yeah, I want to say they're. Where is it? Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. That's them. And they're making a Wonder Woman game right now. <gasps> yeah, that could be cool. Their first I, game was I Blood. I wonder if it would be any good. They started with Blood. That's cool. Oh, look what they did. Yeah. Okay, Blood, then Claw, then Get Medieval, then Shogo. Oh. Remember Shogo? I do remember Shogo. Mobile Armor Division. And then you got to your uh, Blood 2, then Grunts. Yeah, yeah. And then they started Grunts. getting some big money, and they did uh, Tex Atomics Big Bot Battles. Oh, big butt battles. Uh, oh, big bot battles. Bad oh, bot just... battles. Alien versus Predator in 01. Um, no One Lives Forever 2 and No no One Lives Forever 1, 2000 to 2002. Those were amazing games. No One Lives Forever as well. Those were so good. They were like yeah. James Bond ripoffs, but they were fantastic. Oh. Tron 2.0. Oh, my gosh. I love these guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then they made Fear. Of course, they made the uh, Fear, Fear 1, Fear 2, and Fear 3. And Fear No More. Yep. Gotham City Imposters. That was fun until oh, was that was that was such such potential. God, I, I really wanted that game to to work. It just had so many technical issues. Yeah, that bummed me out when that went away. Yeah, that, oh, but it was so good. Didn't though. feel like they gave it. They didn't give it the try they should have. It, yeah, it it died on the vine somewhere somewhere along the lines. They had a really good start, and then something happened, and it just didn't go any further. And it was just too bad because the the early parts of that game were so good. Yeah, and I'm going to blame... Let me tell you who I'll blame for that. You gonna blame? I'm going to blame Warner Brothers for that. Yeah, that's the easy pick. Yeah, yeah, let's blame Warner Brothers. I always blame them first. Yeah. Oh, Skits, I got your uh, DM. Thank you for that. I will send you a co- oh, uh, just slide coach. Oh, you slid in. There. You won't let me slide. You slid in. Oh. He slid right in. Well, it's looped oh. up, too, so it's easy to slide in. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, skits. He skits right in there. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. Uh, Let's see. Let's move on to... Oh, we got some feedback here. Welcome to the treasure room. And by feedback, I don't mean like audio feedback, you know. I mean, yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, we didn't get you know, no flack either, right? No, no flack. No flack. Okay, good. No uh, particulates. Uh, <laughs> it's going good. Anyway, here's an email uh, from Jonathan Gilbert. He goes by Pactus in the community. He says, oh, Hello, Scott and Brian. I just came in some birthday money and was taking Ooh. a look at the Amber Nick lineup. I've been trying to dig through the backlog of podcasts to find which model you guys have been touting, and I can't seem to find it. Would you do me a solid and remind me what model or models you are currently recommending? Love the show. Can't wait for more. Regards, Jonathan. Uh, it's the 35, sorry, Ambernick. Yeah. RG35 XX. It's a horrible name for any product ever. All right? Yes. It's a bunch of letters not, and numbers. It's not great. Yeah. So RG35 X. Double it, that's the one everybody's I'm, raving about. Although you're messing with that new one with the two sticks, right? The um, I haven't new? got it in, but I may put that on pause for just a second because I'm really tempted. I didn't know that Odin 
yeah. uh, the, those guys that were making that uh, the, the Odin thing there. Yeah. Um, the handheld console that did really well last year, and it, they they're making another one. They're making one called Loki, what? and it what? is very reasonably priced what? and kind of sexy. So I may to this? be. I want to see this. Ain, yeah, Ain Loki. I'll send you a link here in just a second. Send me a link. Um, I didn't. It's know this very competitive with the other people, but they've. You remember you talked about the software being a problem? Yeah. I think Ain does pretty good. Um, with, with, with that. So I'm going to send this to you. Let's see. There we, where you at here? There you are, Scott. Get in there. Yeah. Linked. In. You've Let's, been linked. Let me take a look here. <gasps> let me see this. Is this <gasps> not pretty? It's Ooh, it is sexy. pretty. I want the white one too. It's a Ryzen 6600 chip. So um, is this so. a lower spec than the other one? This is meant for lower yeah. end stuff or what? Do you know? Uh, it's, you know, it's, 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 Mm, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at all the specs yet. I'm not sure where it's going to end up at. Um, this one's still in pre-order, the one I just sent you. I think they got a light Loki as well that is much less. Let me see where's that. Oh, this is going to... This supports uh, Windows even, so this might be more powerful, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Loki Zero's in pre-order still. Um, the Mini Pro, I think you can buy now. I want Windows this. 10. There's a, there's a bunch of options, but I'm, I'm looking at these Loki's on AIN, A-Y-N. Uh, their website is A-Y-N-T-E-C.com. Um, yeah. yeah. Sexy But Loki hot. is a new version. So Loki, what's, so the Odin is what? Old news now? Or what? Pretty much. But they've got, they got different versions of this too. Oh, they got the Odin Light. Oh, you know what? The Odin Light might be one I've looked at as well because it's got this really nice little white but retro look. Yeah, uh, like 199. This. You know, 199 is very competitive with some of the other ones that they're kind of competing with. I'm not a big fan of the staggered uh, th- thumbsticks, though. You know, yeah, the thumbstick I don't is, love that. Is, is high on the left, a D-pad in the bottom, and then on the right-hand side, the face buttons are at the top, and then the, the yeah. analog stick is at the bottom. I'm not a big fan of that layout. Me neither. But, I, want them, but, I want them both up high is what I want. Yeah, either I, I want them like the yeah, like either both up high, like uh, like I don't like them low or, though. Low bugs me. I want them high. Low bugs me. Yeah, low bugs me. Yeah, low bugs. <laughs> me. I like the way the Steam Deck does it. I like where yeah, those are. Steam Deck at. is is good. It looked bad when I first saw it. I saw that Steam Deck one before it launched, and I went, right. "Those are way too high up there." That's yeah, those funky. are way too high, old man. You and, put uh, your pants way too high. And then I end up loving where they put them. They're great. Right. Uh, all right. Well, keep your eye on that. But if you're looking for like the, you know, sub 100, sub sub $70 device, I still think oh, the yeah. Ambernick is the bomb. I love mine. Yeah. The RG 35 double X for, you know, 70 bucks shipped yep. is an, is a no brainer. You get all the way up to the PS one era games, uh, possibilities. And they're also got a few other, they're working on a couple other, uh, uh possibilities, maybe yeah. go a little bit further. We'll have to see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd love, I'd love, N60, I'd love N64 support on there if they could, that'd be great. I, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the dream, right? Yeah. But you don't have an analog sticks. So that makes it tricky. So yeah. I don't so know. yeah. That's, that's why I usually tell people it's like, we should put N64 on there. I'm like, no, you don't, you don't want that on there. There's no analog stick. You'd have to have a external controller. You wouldn't want that. And I'm so over the moon in love with garlic OS that I kind of don't want to use the Android yeah. thing. I just yeah, don't either. I don't like Android that way. That way. Yeah. I like it fine for lots that of things, way. but I don't like it for that. Um, yeah. All right. Moving on to this email. Another quick one. This is from Bill Edwardson. 
Bill. Uh, it could be Edward Bilson for all we care. Oh, okay. Anyway, he says, uh, hey, guys, with the popularity of retro gaming growing and movies like Mario becoming hits, it's got me mm. thinking about what older games could make a fun movie. My pick yes. is this. Now, hear me out. Street Rage, uh, Street Rage, Streets of Rage 2, or just Ooh. the series Streets of Rage. If they leaned heavily into the ridiculousness of the characters and story, including the weird alien stuff in 2, it could be great. I'd love to see the bad guys, the Signals, YPD, Typhoon, and all. The main characters, Max, Axel, Blaze, and Skate. I think it's prime for great cheesiness. What would you pick? Thanks for everything, Bill. I uh, think Streets of Rage, Soar 2 is a really yeah. good pick. In fact, such a good pick uh, that the creator of John Wick uh, is doing just that. Streets of Rage video game movie. Shut up. Shut up. Is, uh, well, it's, uh, they, it's still early on. But as, as of an article from uh, Variety last year, uh, there was discussion of just that. So I think he's maybe secured the the go-ahead, but not much more than that. The, so I'm pretty excited about it's that. It's the studio um, that brought you the two Sonic movies. It's another Sega property that makes sense. John Wick yeah. creator and writer uh, Derek Kolstad reportedly wrote the script on spec uh, without the deal. They didn't have a deal yet, but um, let's see. Uh, escape artist, the studio behind the Equalizer franchise is on board to produce. Oh my gosh, this is happening, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as nothing goes sideways, it looks good. So, you know, it's been really choppy waters the last couple of years. Well, except but. Streets of Rage definitely goes sideways. Get it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a side scrolling fighting game. Um, without, yeah, without I would be, thinking, yeah, ahead. I'd be all down for this game. I think that'd be great. Yeah, I, without thinking really much, I am like just immediately. I, I want a Luigi's Mansion so bad. I mean, please just make that movie. I know us. I know that's low hanging fruit. That's not thinking outside the box. But give me it. That's yeah, what I want. I think it's fine. I would do. Uh, I'm going to ask for something weird. Oh, do it. Give me something weird. I, I want a. I want a Hollow Knight game. Now, I know that's not an oh. old game though, because it kind of breaks the rule a little bit. It's sort of newish, but. I love the style of that game, and I would love to see kind of a spooky take on that Metroidvania classic everyone loves. I would like to see also some uh, some you know young girl trying to move to the city and make it, um, but she's having to take care of Kirby. I would watch that. And he's <laughs> just constantly causing movie. mayhem, right? Yeah, dude, he's sucking up everything. Who ate the toilet? Oh, Kirby, you little yeah. bastard. She's just she's just trying to make it in the city, mm-hmm. trying to be taken seriously, and Kirby is just effing it all up. Yep. Yep. And then some portal opens and all the bad Kirby creatures come through and and now Kirby's going to save everybody after all the embarrassment. Right. Yep. Kirby, I'm dude, I'm all in on Kirby. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And then Kirby saves the day in the end. You know, he sucks up her mm-hmm. would-be, uh, the devil wears Prada boss. Yep. And, uh, you know, and he takes on her powers. And, you know, just the, the whole thing just ends up really as a feel-good movie at the end. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. And, you know, I am you know, I love my Kirbys. I'm a big fan. Oh, Kirby's a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, that's a brilliant. I yeah. sent Brian a Kirby. I did the, some art last night. I did some yeah. Kirby. You guys want to see this? I Here. Would, oh, yes, please. I'll put it up. But while the, you're pulling that up, I would also... After watching the Mario movie, I think Mario 2 should be like a Cars reboot, but with Mario Kart, right? I mean, oh, something yeah. like that. So That'd be awesome. Yeah, it needs to be, yeah. I mean, I don't want talking cars, but I want more focus no. on the cars. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm infinitely, uh, uh, I'm never not interested in Kirby things. <laughs> right, Kirby would just be, I would love a Kirby movie. He's, just, he's so hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's great. It just never gets old. I don't know why it's hilarious for him to, you know, vacuum stuff up, 
but yeah. it, it makes me laugh. Yeah, Kirby's great. Yeah. Um, I even did a, you know, the gelatinous cubes from D&D? <laughs> yes. I did one called the gelatinous curb. The gelatinous curb. Yeah, and it's Kirby, but it's, uh, here, I'll show you. Uh, Kirby pants, nope, cube, here we go. So Kirby here. pants are great. I love the Kirby pants. If you haven't seen those, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, here you go, Brian. I'll put it in here for you. Uh, okay, there it is. Anyway, I like that one. You could make a I mean, whole movie about, you know. I remember this one. This yeah. is really good. Look, you know what I'm most proud of there? With the green side of it over there, which isn't even Kirby. Right. right. Those bones in there, I like how they look like they're deep. Oh, I did. Yeah, you're right. I didn't notice it at first. But now that now I'm, I just clicked on the link because Discord made it super small. Oh, and did I clicked it? On the oh, link. Weird. Now I'm, yeah, now I can see it the full. Now I see there's bones and everything. That's fantastic. That was a lot that. of fun to make. I didn't yeah. sell very many of them, but that's okay. I like that. Uh, all right. I think I think we ought to put on the old web. We ought to also make sure that that uh, my extra life is is on the old web. That was me. That was in full uh, full swing by ninety five to two thousand. Bloom right? in when did yeah. they start that comic? No, it was two thousand, so it was a little later. Oh, oh, dang it! Okay, well, early right. enough though. Early enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, before the that, PvP though, online maybe. I don't 98, know. 99, I was doing that Real Tunes comic. Oh, that yeah, the real player. Uh, is is on the proto web? Oh, uh, real player, so, yeah. But no one yeah, likes yeah. real player. Is a is a black eye on that era. <laughs> it's a garbage player. <laughs> Freaking no one likes that thing. It sucks. Uh, but real tunes. Now that was a cool cartoon I made. Is uh, that yeah? Real tunes was yeah. the name of your comic, right? But yeah. you were doing it for who? You was doing it was it for, for it was for a mod for Unreal Tournament called Infiltration, which was like this realistic military mod, right? And I made like jokes about people playing that shooter <laughs> right it and was, you was doing that who was you doing that for at the time just for the mod makers just for funds okay yeah. okay wasn't anything yeah, i thought you worked for some, i thought you was doing some contract work for some no, of those not that thing Chill. like that okay. and i did podcast infiltration radio was my first real show oh. that i was putting up and it was in 99 yeah. and it was for that mod and it was just we were i was just part of the community and really liked it so started making stuff yeah yeah makes sense interviewing the developers and whatnot you guys make games. <laughs> I don't know what those guys are up to now, but they were cool. Hmm. I liked them all. Anyway, if you want to send us an email, you can play retro show at gmail.com. If you'd rather text us, you can 801-471-0462. We'll take it either way. And uh, I would like to now give you the happy news. Next week, <laughs> we are going to talk about the NES peripherals that you knew and yes. loved. Light gun, Rob the robot, the power glove, and more. And more. Don't forget about the uh, the 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 blight of them trying to give you the homework first bullshit. Oh to yeah, watch you out so you could do look homework first. Yes, yeah. get real. Come on, Nintendo, get yeah. out of my face. That was dumb. That was dumb. But they had a lot of interesting ideas for peripherals, right. and some of them worked, and some of them were crap. And we'll talk about which ones worked. Um, the light gun in particular worked really well for what it yeah. did, and I would say Rob the robot neat for what it was sort of supposed to be but rob the robot not really that cool uh what's the what do you think the worst peripheral nintendo ever made was like peripheral uh, not system but like right well, i think it's really easy to say any of any time any of this 8-bit 16-bit era decided they wanted to try to delve into the <laughs> vr world yeah yeah that was bad that was bad oh, just across the board sega's version of that the not oh no they they had that little ring you had to dance around and called the reactor do you remember that yeah 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 that thing sucked 
Yeah, that anytime, anytime uh, any of these guys try to make you exercise too, we just were, weren't ready for that yet. And it's like, oh, we got a thing where you can jump around and do the thing. No yeah. thanks. No thank you. Goodbye. We say it to them. Good, good, good. Oh, I did see something really cool today while I was out and about. This has nothing to do with that, but it's retro as hell. Mm. Um, I almost picked it up just to have. It was a. Uh, it was an eight-track cartridge that you could put cartridge, really? a cassette tape into. What? You would take your cassette tape, and it was an adapter <laughs> that you could put into your eight-track. That is. And I'm wild. like, what fresh hell is this? <laughs> That's terrible. Because then you wouldn't have the advantages of the cassette over the 8-track. You would just treat it like an 8-track. It'd be like, you know, when we had CDs with a tape adapter for our cars for that changeover. Terrible. Yeah, what were we doing? What were we thinking? Life. What even is it? Uh, so yeah, to make it in the day to day. <laughs> That'll be next week. Uh, real quick, shout out to our patrons. Patreon.com slash play retro is the place to go. And uh, I'd like to welcome these two brand new folks who joined us uh, this fine day. Bra- brain, but with an H. Brain. Oh, brain. I like that. Yeah. Not sure how you say it. And David Ver- uh, Verwer. David Verwer. 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 It sounds like shareware, but I can't say it right. <laughs> Anyway, you guys are awesome, and uh, you'll get all the benefits by being a patron and a supporter of the show. No commercials ever on the uh, p- feed that we put up there for audio. You get pre-show content just like today, uh, and every time we do a show, we'll give you that. Monthly benefits that you can only get if you sign up today at patreon.com slash playretro. Everything else can be found on our website. That's at playretro over at frogpants.com slash playretro. All right. I think that'll do it. Brian, anything else you'd like to add to the... Uh yeah, I want one of these Konami laser scopes where uh, you wear the stupid helmet on your head and you you yell blast firepower or something and it shoots for, it shoots like the gun. I want one of those. You want that? Laser scope. Laser scope. All right, let's get it. Um, real. Also, a quick shout out to Taz in our community who made this cool uh, thing I just put up just now called Hey Retro, which tells so you where cool. to email us and call us and stuff. Uh, he's really talented That's dude, such, and I love everything yeah, he does. Skills, yeah. Look That's at our little this pixel. community. This I, community, man. I want so our little. Talented. I want our little pixel guys to run around and do shit, though. Don't you? Yeah, look, yeah. Look at them. Let's do it. I don't know why I look like Grizzly Adams, but whatever. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, there you are with yeah, your backwards hat and your little yeah, well, fuzzy beard. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm predictable. Uh, you are, nothing if, else. I'm predictable. Uh, if nothing else, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for listening. Go play something retro, and we'll see you next time. Buy that for a dollar. Get more at frogpants.com. Total carnage! Bingo! Yeah! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.